0: hello and welcome to the trinity fits over 40 podcast with me rob burkhead and me ben hughes we are the co-founders of trinity transformation and creators of the fit over 40 method and together with our world-class coaching team we've helped more than six thousand women over 40 to fit back into their favorite clothes over the past decade for more information about what we do go to www.fit40info.com so in today's episode we're going to reveal
1: why running doesn't work for menopause weight loss so you sit back and relax And welcome to today's podcast.
0: We've worked with a lot of women in their 40s and 50s who tried running or couch to 5k in an attempt to lose weight and turn up around the menopause. But something we hear time and time again from these women is that they're working really hard and pushing themselves to run further and faster but seeing no results in the mirror or on the scales and that can be really frustrating when you're going jogging every week sweating buckets and then stepping on the scales and seeing zero movement ending up with sore knees hips and backs which can lead to long term injury as well and then worrying that nothing is going to get the body that you want and that the extra weight around the middle is just part of the aging process that you're going to have to accept And a lot of women we speak to end up dressing to cover up problem areas instead of wearing the things they like and this can all be incredibly frustrating when you're putting in loads of effort and you're not seeing any changes. The reason this happens though is simple. Cardio exercise, especially running, is not the ideal way to lose weight and tone up when you're over 40 and you're around the menopause. So in today's podcast, we're going to explain the truth about cardio, the truth about running and reveal the exercise plan that we use with our clients to help them drop two dress sizes, feel amazing in all their clothes and regain their confidence in just 12 weeks. Okay, so
1: let's get straight into it. Why does cardio not work and running specifically for women over 40s so and women in their 40s, 50s, 60s and around metaphors? The reason for this is firstly due to the way women's bodies change with age um not just due to menopause but they start to change from the age of 30 and then they change even more significantly when um menopause and perimenopausal changes start to happen often for women in their early 40s it's being recognized that these changes are happening earlier and earlier and earlier now sometimes 10 years or more before clinical menopause which is uh, an average age of 51 in the uk now the reason these changes significant is because the way the body deals with stress changes as you get older and if you stress the body it doesn't matter what source of stress that is the body then releases cortisol which is the main stress hormone and this is good in short spurts so if you do a a, the right type of exercise you do get a bit of a cortisol release um, and then that helps your body to recover and build back stronger However, if cortisol is high all of the time or high for long periods of time or too high, it is what's called chronically elevated. And this leads to three kind of knock-on hormonal effects that really limit and, and stop you seeing progress around menopause. So the first thing is leptin resistance, the second thing is insulin resistance and the third is thyroid deregulation and we call this the weight gain triangle. Leptin resistance will increase your cravings, especially for comfort foods. It's a hormone that controls whether you feel full or whether you crave things. Insulin resistance, um, insulin is is a storage hormone and and affects how you store body fat. So it's gonna make it harder to lose weight, especially from around the middle, that kind of middle-aged spread. And then thyroid deregulation is all about, thyroid is about your metabolism. It's the gland in your throat that controls your metabolism. If it's deregulated, it's gonna slow down your metabolism and for a lot of the clients we work with they already have conditions like hypothyroidism or PCOS that can increase insulin resistance or slow down your metabolism anyway so overstressing the body further will just make all of these things worse and the key thing to know is that the stress response increases with age so the amount of stress the body can handle reduces over time as you get older and for women this stress response increases 3 times more with age than for men so it is true to say that losing weight for women, especially as you get older, is a lot harder than it is for men. It's why we hear stories all the time from clients who've, I was speaking to one this week who said, my husband cut out alcohol for eight weeks and he lost a stone. Didn't do anything else, just cut out alcohol and lost a stone really, really quickly and easily. And I hear stuff like this all the time from our clients. They do the same thing. They don't see any change. Husband takes up running, loses a stone within a few weeks. The um, the partner um maybe they they try running as well and they don't see any change at all so the problem with running then is if you're already a very proficient runner you're probably going to be okay but for most of the people we work with and speak to this is not the case they've kind of gained weight as they've got older as they've got busier as their bodies change around menopause they wanting to shift that weight so they're carrying this extra weight and running is not something that comes easily running is a sport about weight and if you're really really light and stick thin it's very very easy if you're carrying excess weight and you're not already naturally a good runner it's very very hard it puts a lot of stress on the body and this can then trigger that weight gain triangle and make it much harder to lose weight especially if the rest of your life is already stressful because all of this stress will contribute to the kind of total stress on the body what we call the allostatic stress it's kind of like um, a bathtub with the plug-in and water coming in um, from the taps from the shower head uh, all different sources of stress. And if you keep adding more and more stress into that, so you've got your work, you've got caring for your children or your aging parents, maybe it's already near the brim. And then if you add in a load of really stressful exercise like um, like running, you're gonna then overflow that bath and cause a mess. And this is kind of the same thing we see happening all the time for women um, over 40 around menopause when they try to do running. So we wanna avoid overstressing the body. So if you're going through menopause or perimenopause, Pretty much if you're age 40 onwards it's quite likely you've got some things going on even if you haven't noticed them yet then this is going to be even more significant so what we would recommend you do and we'll talk about this more um, at the end of the episode but do a type of exercise that keeps stress on the body low to moderate and unless you're already very skinny very slim a uh, light and a very
0: proficient good runner running is going to be too stressful you need to do something else Got it. So that's the, the first problem with running is about really that stress and how it's not going to be the most effective thing um, for weight loss. But there are a few other disadvantages as well. So the second disadvantage of running is, and and well, this is kind of true for running and all a lot of kind of long um, sort of endurance cardio exercise. But all cardio exercise burns muscle, especially as you'll get as you're getting older. So Muscle mass is what makes you feel firm, toned, and youthful. So, you know, a lot of women in particular, they don't necessarily think when they think about what they want to achieve in terms of fitness goals, they don't think, I want to get really muscly, I want to get really kind of, you know, build loads of muscle. But the reality is, you know, that's not going to happen. If you build muscle and maintain muscle, it will lift your bum, it will tone your arms, your legs, your stomach, you will feel firmer, you will feel more toned. So the way that most people think, this is how I want to feel if I'm fit and healthy is really you know, what it's gonna feel like if you've got a good level of muscle mass. So muscle is very, very beneficial. Under the age of 30, the body maintains muscle quite easily. So you can get away with doing almost any kind of exercise. You could do pretty much anything, so cardio, whatever you want, and you'll maintain muscle and you'll stay firm and toned. But from the age of 30 onwards, the body starts losing around 3% to 8% of its muscle mass per decade if you don't do the right kind of exercise. So what that means is that's gonna make you feel flabby, it's gonna make you feel saggy, it's gonna make you feel weaker. Um, You're more likely to feel unstable, you're more likely to have joint issues, you're more likely to fall over or get injured, and also the less muscle you have, the slower your metabolism will be, so it makes it easier for you to gain weight. So having muscle mass is really important, especially if you want to lose weight and you wanna maintain a leaner figure and find it easy to maintain those results. However, most forms of cardio, running included, don't build muscle. Many actually burn muscle for energy, which is, they're known as being catabolic. Um, And doing longer durations of cardio, so over 30 minutes, are especially bad. So doing, you know, if you're going out for a long run, a long cycle, etc., that's going to help burn muscle, meaning that you feel flabbier, you feel less toned. At the same time, you're going to slow down your metabolism. So you might be losing muscle, but you might also not lose any body fat. So you might just maintain your body fat but lose muscle at the same time. You might and and this is essentially going to accelerate your aging as well. And um, because one of the one of the sort of key markers of aging is how much muscle mass you've got. So if your muscle mass is reducing, that's kind of accelerating your aging process. And it's a bit like sort of deflating a balloon. So if you think about you know if your body was like a, a balloon, your muscles are like a balloon, um if you deflate a balloon you know, you'll know if you've had it sort of inflated for a while, and then you deflate it again. It becomes all sort of wrinkly and soft, and kind of it has it doesn't have that nice a, a sort of feeling to it. So, if you can keep your body muscular, toned, firm, it will be it will kind of look and feel the way you want uh, to feel. And the other advantage of muscle is it's very dense, so if you maintain your muscle mass, you can maintain quite a, a, a lot of muscle mass and have a lot of strength, but that's not necessarily gonna make you big and bulky. You're still gonna be slim in all the right places, so your waist will still be slim. Um, you know, even if even if you've got a bit more curve sort of below that, you'll, you'll, you'll still have like a nice slim waist, your clothes will fit nicely. Um, so really, the point here is, there's not really any disadvantage to maintaining muscle mass. Running another cardio is not good for ma- for maintaining muscle mass and will actually help you mean that you lose muscle mass. So the solution is to focus on a type of exercise which builds muscle rather than burning it. And we'll go into that in, in a, a bit more detail um, in a second. But the key thing is if you're over 40 um, and around menopause, running another cardio burns muscle. So the best thing is to avoid that and to do something which helps you build and maintain muscle instead.
1: Yeah, definitely. And the last thing I would say that kind of a drawback for running in particular is it's very, very hard on the joints. So, as you approach menopause, what happens is estrogen levels drop, amongst other things. And estrogen is a natural lubricant and a natural anti inflammatory. And even if you replace it with taking HRT, it can have, you know, it can counteract quite a lot of this, but it may not counteract all of this. So what happens is the joints become a lot more sensitive. It's much easier to get injury or joint aches and pains. And running will usually exacerbate this, especially if you're carrying extra weight. So running puts about four times your weight through each knee. It's four to seven times, but let's talk about just doing like a a gentle jog like couch to 5k. It's probably going to be four times your weight through each knee. That means if you weigh 12 stone, which is kind of the average starting weight of our clients, some start a lot more, like 20 stone, and some people start a little bit less, but most people start around about 12, 13, 14 stone. If you're 12 stone, you put nearly 50 stone through each knee when you're running. So this is the equivalent to carrying a grand piano on your back. If you're carrying more weight than 12 stone, then you're going to be carrying even more weight than this grand piano on your back. And that's going to be going through your joints, your hips, your knees, your... Your back as you impact the ground and you run so for anyone this is always going to carry a higher risk than kind of slow controlled exercises putting all this extra force through the knee but for women over 40 in particular who may already be dealing with joint issues um, many of the clients we work with already have some knee issues some hip pains, some shoulder problems um, some arthritis it's very very common with the people we work with running will then carry an even greater risk of pain and injury and the problem that i see all the time is if people get injured or have pain it tends to mean they stop either they keep pushing keep pushing until it gets really bad and then they have to stop for months and months and months or they may have to just start and stop start and stop but never really get consistent with it and if you're not consistent you don't see results even if you're doing the right thing and running's not that great anyway as we've talked about actually it's probably going to not help at all but let's say you did keep it up anyway Um, you know, if you had to stop it, you're going to get even less calories burned through the activity, which means you have to eat less and less and less to avoid gaining weight, even if there's all those other issues we've talked about. Now, also, if you injure your lower body, let's say even if you have to stop running, what tends to happen with injuries is also we're just less likely to be active in general. And one thing that really is beneficial around menopause for weight loss is keeping your step count up, because that's a low stress way of burning some extra calories, avoiding being sedentary, avoiding metabolism, slowing right down every day. And I know it's not easy, especially if you're like a lot of our clients and you're in back-to-back meetings all day, you're managing a big team, you're stuck at the computer a lot of the time. But if you're injured, you're even less likely to get up and go down to make yourself a cup of tea or park a little bit further away from the shop and walk in or take the stairs rather than the escalator if you're commuting in. And that just exacerbates the problem. So the solution to all this really is to do, again, a type of exercise, which is going to be not only um, work with your changing body and hormones, that's going to build muscle rather than burn it, but it's also to do a type of exercise which is kind of slow and controlled and gentle on the joints. So something that is low impact, so not running, not hit training, high impact, not burpees, not box jumps. We're going to do something that's slow and controlled, um, but still really effective for losing body fat and toning up, which does exist. So Ben what does that actually look like in practice then what type of exercise is the best if running is definitely not what is the best type of exercise for women um, over 40 around menopause
0: so as we we said the key thing is doing the right type of exercise that's going to work for you so high impact cardio like running as we've said puts a lot of stress on the body puts lots of stress on the joint this is fine if your life's very relaxed and you're in your 20s and 30s so after after turning 40, it's important to keep those stress levels under control if you want to lose weight. It's also important to do something that builds muscle rather than burning it to keep you feeling toned, youthful, keep the metabolism high. And it's also important to do something which is gentle in the joint. Therefore, it's best to focus on exercise that will still get good results, but does it without any of those disadvantages. So what we recommend and what we find works amazing with our clients is focusing on low impact strength training. So low impact strength training or list training as we call it, involves lifting weights in a slow and controlled way so this could be kettlebells it could be dumbbells it could be push-ups um we get you know we get a few questions on our some of our videos on social media asking you know what weight should i use what's going to be best it doesn't really matter as long as you're lifting some weights or you're doing some training against resistance which could be your own body weight as well doing that in a slow way and a controlled way and in a a workout which is um well structured you're still going to see amazing benefits so doing this is very effective for burning calories like other form of of exercise but it also has a number of added benefits so firstly it keeps stress hormone levels low meaning your body is kept in a state where it's easier to burn body fat and easier for you to lose weight and tone up secondly it increases your muscle mass which means you'll feel firm you'll feel toned it'll increase your metabolism and you'll also be protecting your joints from potential injury um, by building up the muscle around your joints And thirdly, it helps to increase your bone density, which also helps to combat um, osteoporosis. So to see really good results, you really kind of need to do this three or four times a week consistently. It doesn't need to be really, you know, you don't have to do like an hour or two hours. You can do like 30 minutes, three times a week at first, and that's going to help. That's going to start you seeing amazing results, even if you don't make any other changes. And that consistency, though, is the really kind of the key thing to seeing amazing results for women in their 40s and 50s. So, we do this for all of our clients inside our Fit Over 40 program. We typically have women that we work with lose one to two stone every 12 weeks doing these type of workouts. And um, we've got an example here from one of our clients, Sarah, who saw amazing results following exactly this method. So, Rob. Um, what 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 kind of happened with Sarah what were sort of the results she saw and what did she follow to see those results
1: yeah so Sarah um Sarah's a busy mum of of two children growing up uh, growing children uh she works in insurance a really busy job as an insur- uh, executive in the insurance industry and she was running but no matter what she did her weight was just creeping up and up and up and up and she would reached this point where um she was size 14 none of her clothes fit anymore um she she actually said she's probably a 16 but she was clinging on to those 14s um and this approach that used to work for her this running um alongside um the the old diet she tried just just didn't work so what sarah said after seeing some amazing results on the program which we'll talk about in just a second she said i always thought cardio was really important when i first joined your program that was something i was skeptical of because you were skeptical of because you were quite firm with me that I didn't need to do cardio and it really shocked me. And I didn't, and I lost 45 and a half pounds and went from a size 14 to a size eight, not doing any cardio. A lot of people keep asking me, oh, is it because of the running? And I'm like, no, I didn't lose it from running at all. I wasn't running. It's like people don't want to hear that because they believe it's something else. My list trainings, that's that low impact strength training Ben was talking about. My list training and my balance in my food and all the other stuff is how I got where I'm at. So incredible results there from Sarah. She lost 45 and a half pounds. She lost three dress sizes without doing any cardio. She just did those three to four um, list training sessions a week for 30 to 40 minutes um, a time, a session. She did them from home. She was still able to keep her busy job, still able to run around after her, her kids, all their activities and everything like that and see phenomenal results, even though she's in her mid forties. So. Ben, where can people go if they want to find out more about the program Sarah followed and, and hundreds of other women like her?
0: So if you want to find out more about the program that Sarah followed, just head over to www.fit40info.com and you can find all of the details you need on that page.
1: Awesome. So that just about wraps up for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll catch you again next week for another episode. We will see you then so thank you for listening to today's episode of the trinity podcast if you've enjoyed today's episode don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows and also please leave us a quick review it only takes two minutes we do all of these shows completely for free to help you so we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all so thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the trinity podcast